This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. We're going to be revisiting Mystery Road, which we've talked about before um, on the Media Week podcast. It's a uh, it's a franchise now. There's been some movies. Then we're into, I think, the third iteration of a TV series. Joining me today are two of the executive producers, Greer Simpkin and David Jowsey from Bunya Productions. Welcome to you both. Um, who wants to just tell me a little bit about the... Um, what we can expect in Mystery Road Origin, which I'm guessing takes us back a little bit in the um, the Jay Swan story. Yes, I, I mean, I think the great thing about the series is, you know, I always say about Mystery Road, you get what it says on the packet a little bit. It's always been a, a mystery and it's always on an outback road and, and we're calling this one Mystery Road Origin and it really does... Um, I think for audiences that um, have watched the previous series and the films, it's just really nice to see a young Jay Swan. And, um, you know, he, he comes into the series as a, as a, uh, um, a, a constable and he's a, you know, he's a newly um, appointed, he's, he, he becomes a detective um, during the course of the series and he's sort of um, open and, um, and uh, you know, just, Starting to develop into the the character that we know and love as the as the older Jay Swan, and it really is the origin story not only of Jay but um, uh, things like the gun that Jay Swan has always pulled out the Winchester when he means business. We have the origin story of the gun and the hat, you know. So I think for audiences that know and love the character, it's very satisfying in that respect. He's returning to um, the town uh, where he grew up. Um, after a few years away, and um, it's also um, where he meets the young Mary, um, who has featured in um, uh, one of the films and two the two previous TV series. Yeah, the um, for people who've watched either a, a movie or the TV series, I'm sure they'll all come back. But I'm, I guess, whenever you do it, you roll it out, you'll pick up some first time viewers who haven't experienced uh, maybe the other stuff, I, th- they're all available somewhere. Just recap for me, is is the other Mystery Road still on iView? Yes, they are. Both the previous series are on iView right now um, in the lead-up. So, you know, the, the, the um, broadcast is the 3rd of July and um, the previous series are on there if people want to catch up. Yeah, and for, for people who want to, I think, um, get get through these episodes straight away. I believe all six episodes will be on binge on July 3, so you can uh, power through them right away. Um, David, tell me a little bit about the history of the, um, the story um, that, that, that's, that's Mystery Road. Was the very first iteration in a film? That's correct. Uh, funnily enough, called Mystery Road, and uh, that was... Uh, uh, we have a, a, a business partner, Ivan Sin, who's been part of Bunya since it's began, and uh, um, Ivan is the author of the Mystery Road uh, story and the character of Jay Swan, played by Aaron Peterson. Uh, it was written for Aaron uh, by Ivan, and, uh, yeah, that movie goes back, I think it was released in 2013 now, so it's been around a while, and... Um, yeah, and then uh, there was another movie, Goldstone, and then obviously we're now about to launch our third series next week on the ABC. Yeah. the um, So, and now, 
one of the stunning parts about this um, this show is the location. I've always thought, gee, I've really got to try and do an on-location story when you're filming Mystery Road. But that would have its own problems, of course, getting out there. But you get to see wonderful parts of Australia and the the opening scene, I mean, you, you do it really well. I mean, the opening scene is just so memorable. Tell me a little bit about that and where, where was it? Um, it's on a salt lake called uh, Lake Lafroy, which is uh, about 45 minutes an hour out of uh, Kalgoorlie um, in Western Australia. Um, it was very hot out there, but uh, absolutely stunning. Um, I think um, I, I should at this point uh, give credit to our wonderful director, uh, Dylan River, and cinematographer, director of photography, Tyson Perkins. I think in this series, They've really um, done an outstanding job, as, as with previous series. You know, the, the landscape is, is such a feature and that, that opening sequence is really marvellous, I think. Yeah, and when we set out to make TV and, and Greer joined our company, Bunya, we'd always been a company that made movies and only movies up until, uh, you know, Greer joined and, and, and turned us into a television company, really. But uh, we only really knew how to make movies. We didn't really know how to make television and shoot it in blocks and all of that. So we thought, oh, well, we'll just keep making them as if we're making movies uh, because we know how to do that. And so that approach was always a very cinematic approach. And I think that is a an underpinning factor and uh, element of the series is that they do look really good and they do show the outback and the widescreen, uh, you know, and show Australia to its best. Yeah, you really laid them on too. I mean, it's not just that opening scene that's memorable. There's some brilliant sunsets, landscapes. You just drop in all the way along. It's really, um, it's really a postcard too of you know of um, I guess some of the, the great spots in Australia. And I, I guess West. Have you always filmed in um, Western Australia? The, the the three series we have, yes, filmed in in Western Australia. Um, uh, the two features were shot in Queensland. Um, the, the beauty of Jay Swan being this character that moves, he always moves in each series, means that we've been able to go to these wonderful places. The first series was shot in Kununurra and Wyndham with the majestic mountains behind us and the second series with Broome, you know, the mangroves and, and the red desert meeting the sea. But Actually, the series, um, it really feels the most like a Western, um, which is, you know, um, something that we feel that these series are, um, with um, the, the streetscape of Kalgoorlie and Coolgardie um, just really lend themselves to a Western. And, and um, uh, we just love uh, the look of Series 3 and, and those big grand buildings um, that were part of the, um, you know, the mining, the gold rush, I should say, yeah. And that's yeah. something we've always tried to do is to use genre, you know, like we as a company, we we love genre, we love crime, we love mystery, we love outback, we love westerns. So we we, we practice what we preach. We, we use genre as a way for audiences to uh, feel accessible and to approach the material because often our material is quite a lot of cultural specificity to it and, uh, you know, a lot of First Nations um, cultural elements in it. But using genre as a way for both Australian and international audiences means that people just really understand the grammar of the film and the, the series and can access it through genre. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the cast. Um, is it Mark, Mark Cole-Smith plays um, 
Jay. Well, what a wonderful um, job he does too. Was um, when you came across him, was he a was he a must sign? Did you think, okay, this is the person? Well, yes, really, actually, <laughs> um, uh, he. Um, he, he, I mean, he actually really looks like Aaron. Um, and I think he's done a really wonderful job. It's quite hard for him and the young actress Tully Narkel, who plays um, Mar- the young Mary, you know, they've already got their existing characters with existing actors playing those roles. And I think they've both been incredibly respectful um, of, you know, what's gone before. And I think Mark Cosmith as Jay Swan, um, he's just... Um, got that same, um, you know, um, strength, um, I think, that Aaron Aaron has in playing Jay Swan. And, um, but I think he's done an incredible job, don't you think? Yeah, they're both terrific. And it's what's beautiful about it is that if you have seen the material and you have, you know, about the relationship and how the relationship has struggled, it's beautiful to see that blossom in this series. And it's... Uh, you know, it's very hopeful uh, and uh, quite beautiful. I mean, the, the terrific thing about the series, I would also say, is you can come to it not having seen any of the previous features or series. It's, you know, it really, um, I think, works as a, as a standalone piece because it's new and it's the younger characters. I think, um, you know, people shouldn't shy away from the fact that if they haven't seen any any of the rest of it, that they can't come to it. Yeah. The... Um Someone else I love in this is uh, Toby Leonard Moore. Now, um, I, I'm always forgetting that he's actually an Australian actor because yeah. Billions is one of my favourite shows and he was so much that uh, character in that, that that you just forgot. You just thought, okay, this guy is an American um, American attorney um, who, who works investigating crime, um, white-collar crime, in New York, and you just—that was him, you know. You did—you didn't really think of him as an actor, so it's—it's it's a real joy to see him in other things. Yeah, well, you wouldn't realise that he's also a lawyer in Jardine, in <laughs> Western Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his performance in this is incredible. Um, uh, we loved working with Toby, and um, yeah, you know, to you know, he's been in Billions, which I too love, and I loved his character in it. He was also in David Finch's Mank, you know, so he's right. he's done some you know great things um, internationally. So it was it was really terrific that he came and uh, worked with us on the show. Yeah, and there's some other cast members in it that are really you know have done some terrific work, obviously. You know, Steve Bisley is an iconic Australian actor from Mad Max and, and many other shows, um, you know, and, and others as well who've done a lot over the years and who've, you know, really done terrific work. So we're very, very happy with the cast. And we've got this young First Nations cast that are just stellar, we think. You know, it's just great. You know, we had a young director um, and to have young casts, it's just really refreshing, um, you know, uh, we also, you know, we were shooting in COVID last year and everyone talks about this and it's been very hard for everyone who's been shooting. But we were, you know, in WA with the border closed. So we couldn't bring in, really couldn't bring in many casts from anywhere else. And um, we auditioned a lot of WA actors and we've got some people in the cast who haven't really done anything much on screen before. And I think they've done a fantastic job and and we're really excited to be introducing some new actors to, to the screen. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the cast overall is is outstanding and it, it feels a bit mean to pick out individual people, but I'll do one more. Um, Kelton Pell, who plays uh, Jack. Have I got that right? Kelton Pell, is that his? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, what, what a great actor in that. Again, I'll, I'll go back to that opening scene. Um, he's, he's just wonderful in that and in in those first couple of episodes. Yes. He's, he's absolutely terrific. And, you know, um, what, what's great about this, this series as well is there's a lot of humour in it. And, you mm. know, um, and Kelton does that incredibly well in that opening scene and, and you know, all the way through it. Um, uh, there's a lightness to it, even though there's, you know, it's a crime story and, and so on. Um, you know, Kelton's done a terrific job. Yeah, and look, you know, um, it's one of those things where, you know, there's some actors around and, uh, you know, we, we, we've we always wanted to use them, but it's just finding the right moment to use them. And it felt like this was the perfect opportunity for Kelton to intersect with the Mystery Road story. Just from looking through the bios, you seem to have a lot, quite a few of, I guess, um, WA-based actors. Is it is it? I'm guessing it's a little bit harder for an actor perhaps to be working out of Perth. Is there, there isn't always the work opportunities that you might get in the East and, and it can be quite expensive to, to commute if you're, if you're a, you know, someone's not paying your, um, your ticket. Yeah, no, it was really great, actually. I think um, that we were able to use so many um, WA-based actors. And, of course, because it was during COVID, we had some actors that had returned back there, like Hayley McElhaney, who plays Max, and um, Caroline Brazier, I think. Um, so, you know, that, that, that was really terrific. And, and we're, we're, we're really, we love filming regionally and we always love to work um, with local actors. Certainly also we've got a lot of, you know, and for, for the first time ever we really had quite a few speaking roles that were local um, to Kalgoorlie, um, and they were, you know, particularly First Nations um, cast members, and I think that that's also really great that we um, we involved the community like that. We had a uh, a screening for the Kalgoorlie community last uh, Thursday night. Uh, about six hundred people turned up, and we showed the first two episodes to the community, and that was really wonderful. Um, lots of the extras turned up and got to see themselves on screen, yeah, which is great. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, one one other thing that um, that knocked me out in that first episode is that that wonderful gas station where some of the action happens. You know, there's a I don't want to blow too much in the storyline. I'm always nervous about talking about plot, but there's a a crime takes place in this wonderful gas station. Now, t- tell me, was that created or is that is there really a gas station out there? No, we created that one. We built quite a few sets. <laughs> Uh, for the series, both interior sets that were built in a studio that we managed to hire in Kalgoorlie and also sets on location. So, for example, uh, both the roadhouse or the the gas station uh, was built on location, similarly with Jack's house. So Jack's house, uh, for people who uh, haven't seen it yet, is this uh, little cottage on top of a hill, and we built that. It was quite windy up there, but, again, the location the vistas and the look that we get from that location are incredible. And, you know, must acknowledge the amazing production designer, Herbert Pinter. Um, Herbert's, um, he's called, he's been uh, uh, crowned a, a WA national treasure. It actually is a thing. 
um, because he's, you know, he's he's had an enormous um, career going back to Gallipoli and um, uh, we w- we've worked with Herbert on all three series and he's just wonderful and, um, yeah, he um, I always say he, he builds good shack. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> the, um, I'd love to see it. I'm guessing you had some sort of stills photographer working with you. I'm, I hope you've got some lovely shots of that uh, what you created with that that roadhouse because that um, that'll look great on a poster on a wall or something. It's um, it's it's really quite stunning. The yeah. y- you mentioned um, some of the, the the you you like working with newcomers. You've you've always had a blend of experience and some exciting you know, actors people mightn't heard of. Um, in the past, I think of uh, Judy Davis. Um, this series, you've got uh, Steve Bisley. I, I just wanted to reference, if people haven't tuned in, they, they need to go back and watch the others. They don't have to do it before they watch this one, of course, but there's some great TV. Now, I, I hope I've got this right. Now, was it the first series where, where Judy Davis was the played a policewoman, wasn't it? Yes. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's that, correct. One of my favourite scenes ever on Australian drama was, I think, the face-off towards the end between her when it was at Ernie Dingo. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Yes, yes yeah. it was. I mean, that's just stunning TV. It's just, well, it's edge-of-the-seat stuff. And it, it's just, you know, it's just a I, – I really want to go back and watch it again because, you know, it's fading a little bit. But I, but I remember at the time being blown away with it. Is, are there climactic moments in this later on that 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 you that you've been happy with? Massive climactic moments are coming. <laughs> Just wait for the later episodes, and it builds and builds and builds. You know what we can always say about a Jay Swan series is at some point there's going to be a little bit of a shootout. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't think I'm I'm giving anything away because everyone will expect that. But um, it, this series really builds and builds, and the, um, it, the the last two episodes, you know, it just it's it's terrific. We're very proud of it. Um, we are very excited by these um, young filmmakers. Um, Dylan River uh, is the son of Warwick Thornton, oh, wow. um, an amazing filmmaker um, who uh, co-directed the second series. Tyson Perkins, who's the DOP. Um, his aunt is Rachel Perkins, who directed the first series. So we feel like we've handed the baton over to um, this new generation coming up. And I say this all the time, but... Uh, and I'll say it again. I think they they um, if they epitomise the new generation of filmmakers coming through in this country, then our industry is in very good hands. Yeah, gee, you've you've dropped a few names there, haven't you? Some um, some some people that have done some great work, and and, and I guess you consider yourself lucky to have been able to to work with them. The um, uh, is the it's probably too early to ask this, but Jay Swan. Is there a chance where there might be more in the uh, the, the Jay Swan um, in the future future storylines? Should we call it a franchise? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's call it a franchise. And yes, oh, yeah. we'd always love to do another series. You know, it's um, yeah. Stay tuned for that one. Yes. Fingers crossed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, good. Good. The um, so so the view is the location for the um for the three series, including the new one, uh, Mystery Road Origin. Are there, are there movies on some of the streaming services? 
Yes, they are. Um, Goldstone is on um, Netflix Australia. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, probably the ABC wouldn't like us to say this, but at the end of the day that they are movies and they're part, part of the franchise. And sure. the original movie was on the stand. Oh, okay. Oh, great. All right. Well, that's good. No, I'm, I'm sure they'd be happy to promote the, um, the work because it all helps feed back to those. If you watch those movies, you're going to want to get into those um, TV series as well. Just tell me quickly a little bit about Bunya Productions. Um, a smallish company, I guess, but I'm guessing it's, it's substantially bigger than it was maybe when you first thought about doing uh, Mystery Road as a TV series. Who's the business brains and who's the creative or do you, do you have to work across both all the time? I would just say Greer. <laughs> <laughs> no, not true at all. He always surprises me with his uh, business acumen. No, we, we are both across, you know, all of it really. That's, um, yes. that's the role as producers, you know, we, um, we really need to be. So um, Yeah, and look, obviously Ivan is part of the company and Ivan is a uh, you know, he's totally focused on creative output. He makes his own movies. We're about to make another movie with him. Uh, he writes and directs and edits those and composes them as well. So he's a, you know, he's a, he's he's a real a, creator. He's a real auteur. Yeah. And then, look, we are not, we are a very small company is the truth. I mean, in Australia, it is quite difficult uh, as an industry. It's competitive and it's just hard to, you know, if you get too big, then your costs become too much for the industry to sustain. And uh, so... It's a tricky balance trying to find the right scale. We're a very small company, um, you know, and we try and make a few projects a year. But, uh, you know, it's, it's always uh, a lot of hard work and uh, everyone is hands-on. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and international interest. I see, I think you're working with all three media on, on this series. Do they distribute all your stuff? And what's the appetite been like internationally for what you're doing? All three uh, distribute uh, Mystery Road. They've been a terrific partner. We we love working with all three, and there's been some amazing sales for the for the for previous series, um, Acorn, which is now part of AMC in, in the US and BBC um, have bought the previous series. Um, in terms of um, the market, what would you say, David? Look, we, we work with a lot of different uh, international sales companies and distributors because we both make both movies and TV and we've had a, a bit of output. So, we, we, you know, our movies, we've had a number of movies with uh, Memento in France and with uh, Goldwyn's, um, Samuel Goldwyn in the US, uh, we work with regularly. So, so look, we have a we have a range of partners. We have also made a, a recent series called True Colors, which is on SBS uh, in Next early week. July. So, uh, okay. and that's the French distributor, and we've sold that to AMC, which is very very exciting in the in the US. So, look, our stuff does travel and it does sell well. Um, and again, I think it is coming back to our ethos of using genre to to make stories that everyone can recognize, that everyone can relate to what they are. And then inside that, telling a specific story, often a cultural story, uh, that we really are interested in sharing. Yeah. All right, great stuff. Look, it's been great um, talking to you both. Uh, the series is Mystery Road Origin. It's um, Look, I've watched two of the six. It's, um, it's good stuff. It's, um, I've been, always enjoyed Mystery Roads, and um, this one is um, it, it, it's great because it takes it off in a sort of a fresh area, but... Um, still gives you some of um, what, you've, what you've come to expect 
from from the previous in terms of uh, quality and um and and the mystery it, it builds it builds. I'm not looking forward to those um climactic moments you promised me. Um, so yeah, thank you, and um, look out for it on iView from um, July three. Thanks ever so much. Thank it's you. Lovely to talk to you. Bye now.